Clay, what's going on? What's up? Welcome to class. We got a <laughs> couple of professors ready to give lecture in the evening on April 20, no, 19, 19, there sorry. <laughs> <laughs> professors don't even know their own days, but hey, that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. You, you know, most people don't like evening class, but I think this is a class that people will enjoy personally. They better, or we'll book and Zemo out on you people. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, he might be be getting broke out anyways. We don't know. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so many things to uncover. The last two episodes were ridiculous. Let's uh, go. Man, holy cow. There's just, there was so much. I just, let's just start with your initial impression and what your thoughts are over the last two episodes. So yeah, this is what this is going to be is talking about episode four and five of Falcon Winter Soldier. Again, if you haven't seen it, uh, Go watch it now. Go watch both of them now because there's a bunch of spoilers and Easter eggs. But, anyways, yeah. What's let's give your your impressions of episodes four and five. What what are they, Clay? Um, you know, I think the the big thing that we see in these two episodes is um, we really see a development in you know, a quote-unquote new Captain America. Um, my gosh, he goes nuts. And it is it is wild to watch. And, I mean, it was, it was kind of one of those things, like, it was, it was like, okay, you kind of see it coming. You know, he, he's like, stay the hell out of my way. And in episode, in episode two or one, I can't remember which one it was, but, you know, you're kind of thinking in your head, like, oh, man, this guy is a hothead. Like, he is not as, you know, humble. He's not as Captain America-esque as he wants everyone to think he is. And, um, you know, we obviously don't see, see it happen. But when he takes that serum, like, it is, it is a quick change. And he goes zero to 100 pretty quick. So... Um, I, I think, you know, that that's going to be a huge underlying plot, um, in, in this last episode, you know, in addition to, to everything that's happening with the flag smashers and, and all that kind of stuff, but man, yeah, that guy is pissed off and he is juiced up and he is just on a new level with his new shield that is probably not even close to as strong as Captain America's actual shield, but that's okay because we're gonna it is, we're gonna see what happens. But that's yeah, that's my feeling. Oh, yeah. Well, how about um, how about you? What what do you think? So, um, I think the longer I've sat with these two episodes, and you know, we're doing this on a Monday night, and I watched the fourth episode on Friday, so I really haven't been sitting with it that long, but long enough they have just they've done a really good job of building up this this season um and the last two episodes have been just incredible uh i think uh, we'll, we'll get more into it but i think episode four uh the whole world watching like the title is amazing but the first scene is probably one of my favorite scenes uh in the entire like marvel cinematic universe i think it's just incredible we can get more into that later but 
and then they go in the way they tie in the, the fifth episode with seeing the repercussions that happen after uh, John Walker, you know, kills the guy on the, in front of everybody um, and seeing what that looks like. Um, wow. There's just, there's so much there that is needed to be there. Um, and it's, it's incredible how they did it. I, I, these episodes were fantastic and I, I cannot wait for the finale. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. It's going to be, it's going to be epic and oh my goodness. I cannot wait. Is it oh, it's still Monday? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can it be Friday yet, please? When I, it's when still I was, Monday. I don't know the date, but it's Monday. I know that. <laughs> when I was like sitting down to like about ready to prepare for this, I was like, so like after we record this, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch the fifth episode, right? Like it'll be out, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah. wait, no, it's Monday. I have to wait yeah. all week. One this. can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the beauty of it. Like we've talked in the past, like, you know, we can't binge this. We have to wait and sit on it. So yeah, it it's sucks. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sucks, but it's great at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, so, man. So in episode four, let's just, we have some categories that we kind of like to, to talk about. Um, what are some of your favorite scenes from episode four, The Whole World's Watching? The uh, okay, the scenes with when Io they come in to that house and they're just beating the crap out of people, and you know John is is trying to fight back, and and like I said, yeah, I full disclosure, I absolutely hate John Walker, I can't stand <laughs> the guy, and I he's a great villain. Oh, he's fantastic, yes, but I can't stand the guy, and so when I was watching the Wakandans just beat the crap out of him i was loving it i was just like man this guy is not as cool as he thinks he is and you know i i think just how they're tying in wakanda to this whole show is really cool also um because i think you know wakanda has become one of those things that we really don't know what's going to happen with um, just with Chadwick Boseman passing away, you know, Black Panther is is gone. You know, how are they going to tie that in? But also, how are they tying in? You know, Wakanda played such a big part in in the later movies of the MCU. Like, how are they still tying that in? And um, you know, obviously, it continues on into Episode Five um, when when they end up taking Zemo back to Wakanda. But um, oh man, that fight scene when they're just beating the crap out of him and then um they just take Bucky's arm off. Like oh I know just and they and they, they dismantle he, it. Yeah he had no idea they could do that. Like just just so awesome. I, I love that scene. And then it shows it just shows their power of like you know they are in just a whole nother class from everybody else. And we don't yeah. obviously we don't know about them until Black Panther comes on the scene. And like, we don't really know what Wakanda really has to offer the world. And now we do. And we're just yeah developing more and more of like, we're seeing more into like who the Wakandans are and like just truly how great they actually are as warriors and as a nation. The the only glimpse of Wakanda we get before Black Panther, and I, mean, I, I guess before Captain America Civil War, because that's when we meet, you know, 
King T'Chaka and, and T'Challa and, and all that kind of stuff. But the only glimpse we get is in Age of Ultron when um, Ultron goes to that port outside of Africa, um, off the coast of Africa, to steal the Vibonium. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only only time we hear about Wakanda because they're, you know, they get back. They're trying to figure out why he's trying to steal Vibonium and everything. And um, and Bruce goes, well, well, what's in Wakanda? And Tony looks at Cap's shield and is like, the strongest metal on Earth. And that's the only time we hear about Wakanda yeah. until Black yeah. Panther. And now, like, it's it's cool to see them, like, you know, fill Wakanda back in. Yeah. Uh, because obviously, in, you know, Infinity War, Wakanda is huge. Right, right. Um, and, and it's cool to see them, like, filter that back in. Um, especially just because you know we don't we don't know what is going to happen with with Wakanda with Black Panther all that kind of stuff in movies going forward. Definitely. Uh, and also with that scene, you know, with John Walker walking in, it says, "You don't have jurisdiction here." It's like the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje want to have jurisdiction. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Mike, drop, <laughs> just <laughs> boom. But I I laugh because it's like. John Walker doesn't have jurisdiction there either. No, like, no, he's like, a government he toy. They, yeah, <laughs> it's like, why does he uh, think he has the ability to have jurisdiction in Lavania? I think is where they're like yeah. it's supposed to be at, and it's like, yeah, we don't have any jurisdiction here. Nope, uh, none at all. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so for me, I think um, this this scene was this scene meaning. Uh, my favorite scene is, I think, my favorite scene of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and it was the very first scene when uh, it was a flashback six years prior with Bucky and Ao, and them, that, like the last trial, the last test to like fully get what Hydra put into Bucky's head out. And uh, that was just that that scene. I watched it, I think, three times, and each time I got teary-eyed. And mm-hmm. I think it's the only time I truly have gotten like teary-eyed or close to crying in a Marvel film. Like, yes, in Endgame with um, uh, with Iron Man, with Tony Stark dying, and Infinity Wars with Peter Parker dying, and like everyone blipping away. Like those were all like emotional, but this one I just had such a connection and to see like. The fear that Bucky had in his eyes and like, like, yeah, the fear, like this could turn out really bad, but then to see the like joy and happiness afterwards, when AO said like, you are free. It's like, yeah, like that's when, like, I think that's what got me the most was like, you are free. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, well, and this was so powerful. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, we have seen we've seen this broken Bucky, you know, this constantly torn between good and evil Bucky since phase two of the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. since he, he is first introduced in Winter Soldier, you know, you see glimpses where he's like, I know, I know Steve. Mm-hmm. And then he goes straight back. In Civil War, he, he's seemingly good. And then Zemo just busts him open like that. And like, you know, by the time 
Infinity One Endgame happened, like he's he's good to go. But again, that's after what we finally see happen and like how tough it was in in this in this show, we finally see that actually happen and we see how we got to that point. And so I I totally agree that I thought that scene was awesome. Yeah. It was just it was so moving to me and just like to know the hardship that he went through to get to that point and to have the strength to be able to get through it. Like mm-hmm. oh, it was it was just an, it was the most it was an incredible scene. Like I said, I think it's I think it's my favorite scene in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And it's very it's short, it's a flashback, but wow, there was just so much power that mm-hmm. you could feel coming from the screen. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, cool. I totally agree. Yeah. What about in uh in episode five? What was your what was your top scene in there? In that episode. Oh man, I mean it's pretty I think it's tough to uh to beat the initial fight scene. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was epic. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about let's go there. Let's talk about that scene. <laughs> yeah, that was it was intense. Like it was, that was one of the more intense, like spotlight fight scenes we've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think since civil war, when it was, yeah. I mean, we know it was a total reenactment pretty much of mm-hmm. Bucky and Captain America and Tony Stark. Like that, yeah. that's, that was pretty much what the reenactment was of that scene. Yeah. And that was the first time we had a, like a, but a, a great fight scene that kind of had that same vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the part when John is like, "Why are you making me do this? Why are you making me do this?" Yeah. It's like, dude, you have lost your cap. Like <laughs> you are just going off the deep end right now. And to think that they are making you do that, like, yeah my gosh like that that serum just destroyed him yeah and then i mean you even see how he ends up interacting with the government officials and stuff later in the episode like the guy is he's a mess yeah and, and like go on no i was just yeah he is a mess yeah well, i think that it's I, I totally agree like he is a mess granted like the serum definitely played a role and some of his rage and a lot of his rage but you could see the rage happening before he even took the serum mm-hmm. so um which i think is uh this is a cool little like easter egg that i was able to find that uh like back all the way in the first avenger when um, steve rogers initially took the serum like the doctor uh what was his name his name was i have it here um oh yes oh the gosh. doctor and uh in the first avenger um yeah i have his name his name is erskine erskine yeah dr erskine saying like the serum brings out whatever traits are within that person and so Mm -hmm. if it's good it's going to make them great if it's bad it's going to make them worse yeah and like you know we start off this whole series with 
seeing John Walker being a, probably a pretty good guy. Like the whole time you could kind of tell us like, all right, something's up. Like something's not going to be great with this, but like his track record is pretty good. And so you would think that taking the serum, he would have similar effects to like how Steve Rogers was, but it makes you wonder what his motive was. Like yeah. what was his driving push when he was a seal, when he was, you know, doing all these things, was he just a puppet of the yeah. government doing whatever he was told? And which we kind of get a hint of that, you know, in his trial that he has mm-hmm. of like, I did what you were told and I did it really well. You yeah. Know? But just like you, you see his development throughout the episodes of his anger, his rage that is building. And then he takes a serum and it just escalates it so much farther. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just, so, but like, it's also built up from like the death of his best friend, you know, yes. and like seeing the sorrow with that. And he goes and like, one bad thing happens after another to him and the rage just continues to like build on that which mm-hmm. obviously continues to play into his villain role that he kind of seems to be stepping into yeah it's it's interesting too you know we've we've only seen you know we've only seen the the shield be lifted over the head and smashed on someone's face one other time and it was in yeah. captain america civil war and it was when, you know, I mean, Captain America was just destroying Iron Man. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, oh, had, yeah. he had had them, like, he had had Iron Man's um, face covering all the way off. And he went up one last time. And it would have been the blow that killed Tony. Mm-hmm. But you see Steve actually stop and he doesn't do it. Yeah. Whereas, like, you see at the end of, of episode four, John goes back one more time and he does it and he kills yeah. the guy. And yeah. it, it just like totally solidified the difference between, you know, what the serum did to, to Steve and what it did to John. Like yeah. totally different because yeah. of exactly what you were saying. Well, it brought out, it brought out the traits that are within that person. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and like, you know, Steve says back in like in that first episode of the first uh, movie saying something like, well, I don't want to kill anybody like that. I don't want any of that. I don't want to have any part of that. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the good that you see in Steve Rogers, Captain America, all throughout his movies. It's like, like there's a time in like Winter Soldier at the beginning when he kind of like does some kick ass fight scenes on the boat and he's just like wrecking people. But for the most part, like, he's not there to, like, kill anybody. And, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't really kill any person. You know, it's always an android or, what do they say, androids, uh, wizards. Oh, and, wizards, androids, and aliens. And aliens. Like, he kills one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, that scene was, oh, man, that scene was was crazy. Just, it was a fantastic fight scene and how it came to a close. I thought it was the the flying with uh, Bucky swinging John Walker into uh, Falcon and everything. Yeah. I thought that was it, it was, was a epic. funny scene. Yeah, it was epic. It was just like a good closure, I think, to that whole mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Yeah. I'm uh, I was sad when Falcon's wings got destroyed, but I am going to absolutely lose my mind when I see him in some Wakandan tech. I know. With the shield. 
Yep. Like, I'm going to lose my mind the first time <laughs> we see him in this last episode because he his wings are going to be so badass. They're, and, yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Well, and I loved how they ended that with, like, not actually showing anything. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's typical movie type of, like, things, you yeah. know, like, way of presenting things. So they did a good job with that of mm-hmm. keeping it secret and allowing, like, I think we're just going to see, we're not going to actually see him pull it out of the case. I think we're just going to see it on him and he's going to be flying yeah. somewhere. I think he's going to he's gonna show up in NYC and just be ready to yeah. take some people down. Take some flag smashers down. Cool. Um, what were some scenes that you were just like, ah, man, they probably could have left that one out. I'm trying to think. I liked I liked the way they kind of ended everything with Bucky, uh, uh, not Bucky, uh, Zemo. I liked the way they ended everything with that. Um, it was kind of sudden, though. Like it was, yeah. it was like all of a sudden, Zemo's in a different country, Bucky's in a different country, and the Wakandans are also conveniently there, and yeah. like. It, it was like Zemo got away, but somehow they found him so easily. I was just saying, and it wasn't like they had to work at it. At least they didn't no. betray that. You know, it's like I, I think the main part of yeah, I think the main part of that scene that you know we were supposed to focus on was the the fact that like Bucky had closure, like he didn't have to shoot him to to have his closure. Like he had closure. Yep. For yeah. and stuff which well, and, was he, cool. and he he got that he got to mark his name off the list mm-hmm. you know yeah because he knows that he's going back to wakanda and he's gonna be in jail for the rest of his life well he's not going back to wakanda technically what do you he's mean tech- he is unless the the raft the raft prison that's what ao says is like oh that's the right raft. yes so yes but it's a wakanda prison I was gonna say, is it is it Wakandan still? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't think, know if it was. I I think the the Wakandans, you know, once they get a hold of somebody like that, they have enough trust in their own technology. They're not gonna just give them off to somebody else. No, no. And I and I agree, especially Zemo and what he did to Wakanda. You know, yeah. like they're yeah, they're keeping them, they're keeping them close and not gonna just let him go somewhere else for sure yeah no i but he i think he is going to the raft is is the the plan which leads to some major questions to be asked later i know Um, i'm curious if we'll ever see him again yeah but yeah um so yeah any other like scenes that you were just like ah man that wasn't the best um episode five kind of rolled out a little bit um after that massive fight scene but i mean that suffice for the whole episode um just because you can definitely tell that you know they had that one big fight scene but episode five is definitely building towards something big mm-hmm. um it had to tie in a lot of pieces and everyone kind of dispersed from where everyone was together you know you had the five smashers john um bucky uh, Sam, everyone, but everyone kind of had to disperse and tie in, like tie up their loose ends elsewhere before we see yeah. everyone come back together in 
the last episode, which I mean, like I said, it's going to be epic. It's going to yeah. be awesome when it yeah. does, because I mean, you have a twofold fight for Sam and and Bucky. I mean, at least we think we don't know what John's motives are now. Like, is he going after right. Sam and Bucky? Or is yeah. he going after the Flag Smashers to prove to the U.S. government that, like, hey, I am Captain America? That he keeps on saying, you know, I, yeah. I am Captain America. He said that, like, three times in the in the last episode. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like, okay, um, dude, you keep validating yeah. yourself. <laughs> and you keep failing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you keep so. failing. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, some of my scene, like, least favorite scenes – very small scene in episode four was what was the point of showing Lamar untie himself in the bathroom with the trickling water I was just like yeah I I didn't get that (laughs) I was like this scene didn't necessarily need to be here I guess like okay you needed us I guess maybe you needed to show him escaping so he could come in and save his friend yada 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 but like honestly I was like, this scene is kind of pointless. So that was like one of my scenes. I was like, yeah, we could no, I, over that. I, 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 yeah, I get that. That was yeah. not a, definitely not a necessary scene. No. And then the, the scene in the last episode in episode five was, I really just didn't understand the whole, like the boat aspect and like putting together back the boat and like the whole community coming together. Like, I guess I just felt like episode five, was a filler episode kind of like what you said of just like it tied a yeah. lot of loose ends but they just kind of threw a lot of fluff in it like honestly you could have probably had that whole episode done in four scenes you yeah. know of like the valuable information that came from it and I just felt like the whole boat scene was a little like okay you're just trying to fill time yeah and I think I mean I think that whole thing stemmed from um you know, his conversation with Isaiah, the other super soldier, mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. about how, like, they're never going to let a black man be Captain America. They, they never will. Right. And, you know, you you see this switch in Sam of, like, I am who I am, and I want to do things the right way. Yeah. You know, we see at the beginning of the show, he is so pissed about not being able to sell the boat, like, yeah. not being able to like work things out with the bank and stuff and they've pretty much given up any hope of fixing the the boat and stuff and so you see a switch in sam after that conversation with isaiah of like no i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it right and so i think i think mm-hmm. that scene was important and i think it also showed the the friendship that was being built like kind of inadvertently between Bucky and Sam. Yeah. Um, because so far they really have not been friends. They've been it, acquaintances it, at best. <laughs> and they still leave that way as their yeah, yeah. conversation was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a mutual friend that brought us together and that's pretty much what we're And now he's gone. So <laughs> yeah. now we're just acquaintances of a mutual friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's that's a good point. Like it, it did show it just kind of brought Sam some clarity, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that, that's a good point. And it just is kind of like, a you, you could have cut that scene in it, half. Yeah. 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 You could have cut that scene I in totally half agree. And, yeah. and got what you needed out of it kind of deal. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah. 
So any any other least favorites that uh, you can think of? Yeah, those were my two like big ones. Uh, I was just like, oh man, yeah, could let it out. Um, what is a who is a character that you think has probably developed the best over the last five episodes? Hmm. I mean, the, you know, the big gaping one is John, but mm. that's not a development we liked. And that's kind of the development we saw coming. I did think it was super interesting and it's, it's kind of shown the development of Bucky. Um, I, I always wondered in Endgame if when Steve went to the past, if Bucky knew what he was going to do, just the way he smiles when Steve blows past his timestamp. Like Bucky mm-hmm. just kind of smiled and I was like, did he know that Steve was going to do something or did he kind of just have a feeling that Steve was going to do something or like, what's the deal? What's see, the deal with that? I and, see. I wonder that too, because he made the comment when like, uh, when Sam and him were talking as they're tossing mm-hmm. the shield back and forth of like, when Steve and I agreed on this, we didn't think of what that was going to mean, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like, I feel like when there was said, a scene that wasn't saw, like that wasn't like shown in the in the end game yeah. of like the conversation between Steve and Bucky. Yeah, because he said, like he said, when Steve told me what his plan was, I didn't I didn't really know what was gonna happen to Shield. Like I didn't and, and all that kind of stuff. And like yeah, you see you see the connection between like Bucky and what was left of Cap. Um which is obviously, I mean, they were they've been friends since the 1940s mm-hmm. like and now it's you know 2020 hypothetically in in it's 2024 time, i think it's, yeah it's 2024 so which is crazy to think that we're in the future yeah yeah i know in, and like in all marvel. marvel is actually going to be in the future it's it has to be because of what yeah. happened yeah exactly it's very strange um, to think about that but yeah but but yeah, it, I, I think Bucky has been a really cool development and, you know, he's been a development since, you know, phase two of mm-hmm. the MCU. And so has Sam, I think. Yeah. But I, I'd say Bucky more so. Yeah, very good. I, I leaned towards Bucky at first, but as I thought about it more, I honestly think that Sam had the, has had the most development and the biggest development through, at least through these five episodes. Um, because again you go all the way back to the first episode and you see like the hurt and the sorrow and the the pain that sam has and giving up the shield and uh just going through the museum and just knowing like the pain that he has with it and knowing that he can't be the next captain america and then to see his anger throughout the next couple episodes and just like i feel like honestly in episode like three four and five he was very poised in all of his like fighting like he mm-hmm. never like was getting out of control and bucky too like both of them are very just like they're just very poised i think that's probably the best word i can think of about it and you just see that all the way through and then you see obviously in the last episode how he like took he like had that great conversation with bucky and there was a lot of great conversation that happened back and forth there but it was almost like Sam needed to hear what Sam was saying to like mm-hmm. take up the shield and to take up the role of Captain America. And yeah, you see that montage like actually, of him training. 
yeah yeah you he needed to validate himself yeah like he needed to like basically convince himself like yeah i can't do this yep and and obviously the conversation with isaiah bradley helped him a lot too of like you know what they did to isaiah he almost has like a motive to you know to make things right i guess in that sense which you know looking into the comics and stuff and i don't know how much you know you have read about this or anything but like kind of what i was finding was even in the comics way back when these were initially written and sam walker was brought into the comics he always kind of like had somewhat of a political like trying to like bring and unify things because obviously like the comics came out in the 40s 50s 60s you know like when times were not good and there was a lot of division that was happening and so the comics were kind of written in a way to like help bring people together and you kind of saw that obviously through like isaiah and uh and like his story and how sam is now like taking up that role of like okay like i i am ready to step into that role of being captain america yeah no i i that's pretty cool so yeah i i there's but like you said too like you know john walker even though it's been bad he's had quite the development <laughs> and quite the I change hate <laughs> i hate him okay here's Gosh. a question is where does he rank in the villains or the people that you dislike throughout marvel um i need to see what happens in, the, in this last episode and honestly i hope they don't kill him off because i yeah. think he's kind of awesome like <laughs> I hate him, but I think he's kind of awesome that I want yeah. him to be in future movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think so. I hope, good. I hope he doesn't get killed off. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, man. I mean, Thanos is my champ. I hate that guy. He sucks. Um, I really hated... Uh, Oh gosh, what what's his name? I can't think of his name. The guy from Spider-Man Follow From Home. It was played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, what you're talking about? I don't Mysterio, know. Mysterio. Mysterio. Yep, there it is. Yep, yep, yep. I hated that guy. Like he went out of his way to manipulate a high school kid. I was like, <laughs> I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. Like he's the perfect just, high school bully you know he was like, he was he's like a, a guy that graduated from high school and was going back to high school homecoming and wanted to go pick on the freshman and yes that's that's, that's who he was <laughs> yes but i mean i think i need to i need to find I, yeah i want to see what happens with john um i also i also really liked uh agatha in mm. wandavision she was awesome yeah she was really good actually she yeah. was a great villain yeah and honestly both of these these tv shows i've done a great job of keeping their villain quiet for a while you know mm-hmm. and you could kind of say that too about the movies like you always saw thanos in the you know credit scenes and that kind of stuff so it's like oh that's the big you know villain and like he didn't really know what his role was but like so they kind of kept a secret and that's kind of what they're doing here too um because we still like we don't really know who the power broker is and we can kind of see like john walker being the villain obviously the flag smashers as a whole kind of are villains in this scene yeah. in this episode, i mean we know we know that our main our main villain is carly more mm-hmm. than thou 
but like she doesn't want to be the villain no like no, she doesn't can tell she doesn't want to be um also i think that i and i can't remember her name she's she's from seinfeld that's all i know but the the gal that came and talked to uh to john and his wife Valentina, while they were there. Yes. Yeah, I think she's the power worker for just call, sure. Just call me Val. Actually, just keep it in your head. How about that? Yeah, don't actually call <laughs> me that. Just keep it in your yeah. head. I think either she's the power worker or I think Sharon might be. Okay, so that's where I was going to go to some unanswered I think, questions. I think that might be where we're going with this. Yeah. Okay, yes. so I, I initially thought that that Val Valentina was the power broker too. That was much like, oh, there's the power broker. But then I started looking into who she was and like what her role was. And she was actually a Hydra agent that turned bad and got the name Madam Hydra and then has mm-hmm. played some other roles. And so I'm curious to know if she actually is the power broker because she comes across as the power broker. She's very mysterious. Her card is just black and white. So there's no number yeah. or anything on it. Like it definitely hints to like, oh, power broker there. But then I guess it'd be too obvious. I, it'd be way too obvious. For her just all sudden. That's what every, that's what everyone's thinking it. That's what everyone's thinking right now is that you know Val is the power broker. Yeah. But I would not yeah. be surprised if it's Shailen. See, and that's what I she think has that, be- she has that, yeah, she has that crazy nice house, all those paintings, With all the paintings, all these parties. And, yes. All these yes. parties all the time. Like she knows people in big places, and well, something and we, is happening there. Yeah, and we see her uh, offer Balrock Balrock another job, which means that he was she was the one that offered him a job to hijack the plane and the the sergeant in the very first scene of the mm-hmm. series. So like he's coming back. We saw so like she has a lot of power, and yeah. it just and she seems knows everyone. Like, yes. Yes. And so I'm very so, curious to know. I know. I can't wait. Yeah. That's going to be great. Okay. Final thing. What are some of your big Easter eggs that you found? I found a lot. So I like looked up a lot more than anything. But I'm trying to think what uh, we talked about a lot of them um, with you know the the smashing of the guy's face with the shield um mm-hmm. kind of going back to civil war um we talked about we we kind of inadvertently talked about like obviously the scene where sam is like he's training and stuff and he's running as fast as he can like mm-hmm. obvious throwback to winter soldier yep you know yep. The, the on your left classic scene uh-huh. <laughs> um we talked about that one. We, t- um, oh, I did think it was really cool how, um, in episode four, when they first see Carly, they first come in contact with her, and Sam is trying to convince everyone, like, no, like, just let me go by myself because mm-hmm. I, I, I know how to do this. I know how to talk to people that have been through stuff. I know how to talk to people that have been through trauma and everything. And again, a clear cut throwback to Winter Soldier where you see him in that that PTSD type meeting yep, yep. with those soldiers where he's you know talking them through stuff and 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 he oh my gosh I just hate John Walker so much because because <laughs> Sam had Carly like he had her oh yeah definitely and and they they were so close 
and just John had to bulge in with his fat head and just mess everything up because she she knew that like there was a possibility that Sam was working with that guy and that's not what she right. wanted. And and obviously Sam is not. We obviously know that. But now like we we see Carly say like we have to take Sam out or we have to take John Walker out. Yeah. And we can separate them because she truly thinks that they're working together. Yeah. Which they're not. Like they're no. working now against each other. Yeah. At least well, we definitely. think. Yeah. 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 But I agree. What, are the, what did you uh any Easter eggs in like the, the final episode there? <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think. I don't think. I, I bet I will recognize the ones that you say, um, but I'm I'm having a hard time thinking of them off the top of my head. That's, you take more notes good. than I do, so I'm, I took, I'm a little bit on the fly notes. type of guy. You are, you are. I I like I do take a lot of notes on it. So I, I store everything of, in my mind because I think about this stuff twenty four seven. Well, that's that's what a good <laughs> educator does. You know, they oh, just yes. they're constantly thinking, and I constantly think about it too. But I will forget about it if i don't write anything down so. i'm a student of the game <laughs> you're incredible clay you're incredible yeah, call me call me mj <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little far-fetched but hey you know what you can run with it if you want okay <laughs> um okay so yeah. some of the yeah. the easter okay. eggs that i that i found um the turkish delights and the little easter egg to narnia referring back to the white witch giving Turkish delights to uh, Edmund and how like Zemo says like Turkish delight irresistible and it's like you know that's exactly what the white witch says mm -hmm. um that was one um this is kind of like uh a little maybe not far-fetched but I thought it was kind of cool so you remember when John Walker jumps out of the window right after uh, Lamar gets killed and like he's chasing after the flag smasher and oh, like yeah. he jumps out of the window and lands onto the bus. So we think back to, I believe it is uh, Civil War when um, actually Captain America gets launched up into a building. And by, I think, I think Wanda, Wanda. Mm -hmm. bring, like launches him up. So there's just kind of like a nice, I'm going to say perpendicular parallel kind of between that of like Captain America is always a ascending. He's always going up. Whereas we continuously see John Walker going down as he like he jumps out of the window, hmm. and I was like, that's a "Good point." That's kind of like a you just kind of see that development occurring throughout the the movies with Captain America, Steve Rogers, and the other way with John Walker. Yeah, um, no, that's a good point. So those are the two big ones that I I found from that, um, and then in the uh, last episode, some of the bigger ones like. So the scene when Bucky drops the shield and then Sam picks it up and he's like, he starts wiping off the blood from the shield. You see this like, it's either probably exhaustion from the fight, but it's also like this sadness that you see on like uh, Sam's facial expressions of like this blood that's on the shield is my fault mm -hmm. because I gave the shield away and I allowed these deaths to occur with the shield because that was originally given to me 
And yeah. I just thought that was like a really powerful like scene of like, wow, like this again just goes to show like the turmoil that's happening in Sam's part of like not wanting to be Captain America, but knowing he needs to step up into that role. And yeah, that was like another scene that helped. I think that helped him and is like his thought process and his development of accepting who he's called to be and that's mm -hmm. captain america yeah definitely um the last one that i thought was super cool was um knowing who the director of this series is uh it's henry jackman who was the director for winter soldier and civil war and there's a ton of parallels with music that uh, is being played so like you hear the same song when Zemo standing outside of the Sokovia statue that uh, is played when Zemo enters into scenes in Civil War mm -hmm. um, when Winter Soldier enters into scenes in like Winter Soldier movie uh, it's kind of like a darker music and it's the same actual same music that is played when John Walker walks into the building at first and just like the comparison of like who they were, who they are. And they're just like, at the time, Winter Soldier was just a pawn for Hydra. And right now it seems like John Walker is just being a pawn for like the US government or yeah. like the government. Yeah. Deal. And just like seeing that and like the rage that is like fuming from both of them, like mm -hmm. you just get that. And I just think like, he just pulls that together. And then obviously the biggest one I think was the last scene, like the extra credit scene where you hear the hammering on yeah. the shield going yep. back to iron man and um this is actually kind of an interesting point that i i learned about was like right now we're in this time where uh where everything that was building up that was like being good is getting like flipped over and is being bad so like in iron man one when tony stark is building his suit it's all for the good and it builds up obviously to what we saw over 10 years and like that was the start of everything and this now is like again kind of the beginning of the next phase and it's the kind of the opposite action as we see john walker continuously being being a villain he's like that same like hitting on the hammer onto the metal and stuff is like almost the opposite effect it's like causing the opposite effect of what tony stark had yeah so that's I don't know, a good point yeah very good point yeah there was a lot there and uh but yeah those were some of the ones that i found i was just like kind of blown by i was like holy cow yeah no that's awesome yeah yeah i'm i'm very excited for the last episode i think i like this show better than wandavision really i i think i have liked and I, it's probably because wandavision was just so different than anything else marvel has done so far mm -hmm. um this is more what i'm used to yeah but yeah, that's a good point you know both have been fantastic and i'm oh my gosh i'm so excited for this last yeah. episode yeah this this final episode is going to be it's going to be something i don't even i can't even think of a prediction right now yeah i love going into movies that have no idea what's going to happen yep oh so. it's fantastic and that's what that's what wandavision and honestly even this one this show has kind of done that's like i don't really know what's going to yeah. happen next yeah and so oh man well any last thoughts clay i don't think so ready. man I think I'm I'm just buckling down, trying to get through the week. That's right. Before, before Friday, so. Yep. Oh man, yeah. Just just get ready, prepare. Maybe I can convince my wife to watch it at 5 a.m. before we go to work. 
Well, only hey. awake, so. Well, I mean, exactly. You probably would be up all night anyways, either with, with Hazel or with, because you can't sleep because you're thinking about the finale. True, true. <laughs> yes. Oh, a combination of both. I'll be talking to say. Hazel about the finale, <laughs> and so she won't be able to sleep. <laughs> I think I think your wife would be a little mad at you. Oh, yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right, Clay, this was great. It was. We'll see you next episode. After the sixth one, we'll wrap it all up. Sweet. I can't wait. Awesome. All right, Clay, take care. Yep. <laughs>